guys what's going on it's your girl still Monroe with another episode of stilts after dark how the hell are you all doing today me personally um today is a pretty good day i cannot complain but um if you are new here to the after dark family then welcome if you are a recurring guest welcome back um and by now you all should already know what tonight's episode is all about um mental health um right now doing study the lead ethnicity to have the most mental health issues amongst themselves would be African Americans and more specifically African American females are leading in the mental health um, department and it comes to um, lacking that's a very scary ordeal to have to face if you will, by myself being an African-American woman. And any type, you know, anytime you read statistics and things of that nature that pertains to your specific ethnic group, it always kind of makes you cringe because you never really pay attention to these things until they're pointed out or a spotlight is planted on it specifically. So that is what we are going to do today is we are going to discuss mental health um, the different kinds of mental health issues that there are we're also going to discuss um, the different treatments options that they have for mental health patients we are going to discuss my personal run-ins with mental health and how I went about resolving those issues and so many others that I want to discuss um unfortunately though mental health is just one of those topics that make folks touchy like they don't want to really talk about it I guess when you hear mental health you automatically equate to crazy and that is not the case at all at all mental health just like any other disease is an illness just with the mind and it takes a lot of trauma um ptsd bad experiences to contribute to that final diagnosis but um going even back further than that slavery is a huge factor on African Americans and mental health but um, we're going to get all into that today I am going to be speaking very loosely very candidly like I always do I hope you all are prepared to dialogue and dialect with me Um, I do have all of your questions we're going to answer them um, during our question segment And we are also going to discuss 
a couple of the other topics that will be coming on later within the season. Alright, but in the meantime, we are going to take this opportunity to pay a few bills and listen to these ads, but don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back with Stilts After Dark. This is Stilts Monroe. Hey friend, your girl Stills here. If you're the type of female that likes to get your hair done, your nails done, full-fledged, full-body service, look no further. Skynetics is coming real soon to the city of Cleveland. That's right. Skynetics is an all-inclusive beauty bar ran by my homegirl and her sister. Ty is her name. If you guys remember, Ty was on an episode where we were giving people her flowers and she mentioned this bar and now it is coming to life, you guys. Stay tuned in the future. I'll have all details about the grand opening and hopefully mm, we can get some scoop, sneak peek details from the girl herself. But if you're interested in hearing more about this particular beauty bar and how you can get in where you fit in, then I encourage you to follow my girl cocaine.scarface. I believe that is her Instagram. Don't quote me on that. But this would be the place to do it. She's 100% awesome. She does makeup. If you would like to check out that page and potentially link over to info about her beauty bar with her sister, then you can follow Two Faced by Ty. That's again, two, the number two, faced by Ty. Tell her I sent you. What's up, you guys? This is your girl, the one and only, still twin row. And if you are listening, then you know one time, one time that you are listening to Stilts After Dark. As previously stated before we took a break, we mentioned that we will be talking about mental health and the lack thereof of a conversation amongst the black community. Um, Really, um, predominantly is what I mean by the black community, but it really applies to all of us, no matter your ethnicity, race, or culture. Mental health is something that is not discussed regularly and it should be I know that when I was growing up when you discussed mental health it automatically equated to you're crazy if you went to go talk to a therapist or a head doctor like come on all of those different names and stigmas were unnecessary they were uncalled for and furthermore it It makes sense why no one wants to discuss that because, honestly, who wants to be the crazy person? Who wants to be the one that everybody, oh, she crazy, she go to a therapist, oh, he crazy, he go to a therapist, like, it shouldn't be like that. And um, because of the lack of a conversation, things happen. Well, still, it's what you mean things happen I'll be glad to explain 
um forgive me you guys there are going to be quite a few pauses because this is a very heavy topic for me and um up until recently I thought that I was fairly healthy I thought that um my mind game my mental was strong and I thought that I had you know for the most part I thought that I had my emotions intact however um after speaking with my therapist Miss Joy I realized that I had quite a bit of work to do and it came from all of the trauma all of the neglect, all of the drama, all of the gaslighting, all of the manipulation, all of the lies, all of the facades. I learned all of those things I compartmentalized. I put it in a box and I shoved it way in the back of my conscious and I just left it there. But just because it's all the way in the back doesn't mean that it can't be accessible or reached. Yesterday, Tuesday, the 11th, I had a breakdown. Um, if you have been following, then you all know that I have a, a, a very strained relationship with my mother. And you all know how it affects me emotionally and mentally. And so, um, my trigger. Um, I'm in college, you all know. And I am pursuing my accounting degree. However, um, we got a, a commencement email in the mail. And they were pretty much just discussing how um, they had a breakfast with mom and um, the the morning of commencement and all of those things. And um, those are things that um, you have, of course, have to register for to um, solidify your position or your seating or whatnot. And that, I discovered, triggered the hell out of me, y'all, because I felt like that girl in school again. That little girl in school Monday on Mother's Day when they would make the cards or whatever, and I never had anyone to give mine to. Or um, anything like that, graduations, proms, whatever the case may be, where they acknowledge the mom. I never had anyone to acknowledge. And while, yes, there is just true, I do have maternal figures that I trust. But no matter what I want them to be for me, the truth is that they honestly could never be those things. What I discovered I struggled with the most is um okay, you all know how when it's your child's birthdays, you post happy birthday to my child or 
I'm so proud of you or whatever the case may be. I have never gotten anything like that except for on my 30th birthday. And um, Lord forgive me, but I feel like um, the only reason that my mother did that was for attention. Like any time her children are mentioned in a positive light, she wants credit for what she did not contribute to. She wants acknowledgement for what she left behind. We are successful because we gained a strength and a brick wall around us because our lead protector left us behind. And then, of course, you got all of these fucking hypocritical-ass fuck people who come in your ear, and that's still your mom. You only get one mom, okay? Don't tell me that. She Tell her she's still a mom. We only get one mom. Tell her to act accordingly. Don't tell me to respect the disrespectful. What type of teaching is that? So, um, I grew up hating her. Just being pissed off. And still to this day, I realize I'm still not over it. I'm still pissed. Um, why are you still mad? Still, what the fuck? That was years, bitch, nigga, listen. I'm still upset because... I was innocent. I was a child. And I was left behind. The purpose of a parent is to raise up a child to function in this life, in this world, in the way that God would intend. It is not to brag about what you have no ties to y'all want to know what's sad though about all of this my mother had four children all of us are adults now and she doesn't know anything about any of us she missed my graduation she missed my wedding I have lupus. I go to the hospital often. She never showed up for me. I've had several doctor's appointments. She never even inquired about what happens at these doctor's appointments, what they say, how I'm doing, none of that. And I'm not really exactly sure how to, how to, um, take that I'm not exactly sure how to stomach being left behind this is a, a unique situation fathers leave all the time unfortunately I'm not saying that that's okay either but that's more common and I'm a young woman and my mother left me so Training bras, periods, dating, female hygiene, female sense of style, 
that softer side, the feminine side. I was never taught those things. Not by her anyway. And then it was difficult for me to be receptive of that info from someone else because it should have been coming from her. And yeah, while that might sound a tad bit selfish, that's what I automatically drew to. Automatically, I just was over it. No lie. I... I'm the oldest of five kids, but four of them are my mothers. And when she left, I kind of became that surrogate mother to my siblings. I look the most like her. I act the most like her. And um, and because of those reasons alone, they clung to me like no other. And they'll all tell you in their own ways. I was that maternal figure for them. But while I was mothering them, who was mothering me, y'all? Now, a lot of you are sitting back listening. Damn, it's fucked up. Why haven't you ever approached your mother about this? Well, I did. I honestly did, y'all. And, um, of course that conversation didn't end well. My mom is a shattered glass house falling stones. I'm not exactly sure about her upbringing. I do know that she was one of many. And I understand that my maternal grandmother may have had her own battles. But um, because of that alone, I feel like that should have triggered her or lit a flame in her to, to show her what she didn't want to do. However, she ended up being just like her. My grandmother was heavy drinker. Very heavy. She passed from sclerosis of the liver. And so now my mother is a heavy drinker, whether she wants to admit it or not. It doesn't matter if it's alcohol or whatever the case may be. Um, wine, beer, liquor, all of those things that have alcohol in them that are consumed is considered an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. So, um, I don't watch my mom get drunk because she, you know, she only 17 years older than me. So she would go out, party, still attempt to live her life even though she had kids young. I would be at home. You know, you would think that I would, I'm the teenager. I'm 16, 17. You would think I'm out kicking it. No, I was in the house. She was kicking it, though. And, um, she would come in drunk. Now, don't get me wrong. My mother ain't no pissy or nothing like that. But 
she has had quite a few episodes where I felt like I had to mother her behind her drinking. And now I feel like I'm going to end up losing my mother because of her drinking. Just like she lost her mother to all of the drinking. Um, I don't have kids, y'all, and I am afraid to have them because I do not want them to feel the pain, the hurt, or the neglect that I had to feel. Why should a child experience that from grown motherfuckers? Why? I've had quite a few people tell me to get over it. I had people try to pray the shit out of me. I had people try to divert my attention elsewhere. The truth of the matter is, that type of thing does not just go away overnight. It takes years of healing and years of trying, not only from just yourself, but all parties involved. My mother has never held herself accountable it was always and I'm sorry I left y'all but no there's no but there's no ifs ands or buts about it because now being older being a grown woman if I had kids and that nigga cheated on me with the next person and was actively making plans to leave me with their children I would leave, but I'm not leaving my children behind. I could never do that. I can't carry someone nine months inside me, birth them, and leave them. I cannot do that. And a lot of us females cannot because that is an attachment. So now, bing! In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe she just was never emotionally attached to us because of the nature of the circumstances. Maybe she was hurting because of how her mother raised her or lack thereof. I don't know. But what I do know is that I suffer still behind that because that's something that's I'm I'm still an eight-year-old girl walking into a dark empty ass house on 143rd in Kinsman in Barlett I should have never ever 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 known what the fuck that felt like to walk into an empty house and your mother not be there And not only did she leave, she did not turn her raggedy ass around either. You didn't, she didn't reach back. She didn't look back. Um, stories are often misconstrued between father's side, mother's side. But all I know is my side because I was an eight-year-old child. I witnessed it all. And I I was not stupid at all. I knew what was right and what wasn't. And I know for a fact that a mother not raising her daughters 
was not at all orthodox. That was not cool. Nothing, nothing about that that was acceptable. Nothing about that was acceptable. So, um, eight whole years went by before I lived under the roof of my mother again. And she kicked me out because I, one day, I called off of work one day. I'm 16, 17. I worked at KFC at the time. And I called off of work. Didn't go. Because I just didn't want to go. I didn't, something happened. I was triggered and I just didn't go. When I got there, she had a note for me on my bed telling me to call my father and to get out because I didn't go to work. (sighs) It's very easy for her to to push me out. And um, I think that's what I'm struggling with the most is how is it that easy? I love very hard and um, I loved her the most and she hurt me the most out of all of the pain I've ever felt in my life. Her leaving is a consistently bleeding wound. It's killing me. It's killing my relationships. It's killing my self-esteem, my self-trust, my self-worth. Because when your mother don't even see you as something valuable, how can you continue to see yourself as something valuable? And I say that to say, ultimately, mental health is a motherfucker. They could be brought on triggers by multiple things. You could be one of those people who um, you have a, a genetic situation with schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or whatever. Or something could have happened to you that caused major trauma. There are a multitude of things that could bring on a mental health crisis. And I had one yesterday. Um, I ain't seen my, I haven't seen my husband all day. He was at work, picked him up from work and I'm crying. And I just, something I do from time to time is I get the, I get to ranting. And it it doesn't even necessarily be about anything in particular. It just, I'm upset and I need to get this shit off. And it doesn't necessarily always make sense. But I always end up resulting to that. And after it's all said and done, it still does not make me feel better. So, um... I ended up pushing my husband away because of feelings I had about her 
that wasn't fair. That was not cool. And uh, and that's why I said that uh, my relationships often die off because of her. Because I don't know how to maintain them. I don't know how to be who I need to be without freaking the hell out because I never had that that mom you know you all know how you have those conversations you can call your mom and she's that that warrior for you I've never had that so um tonight's episode is gonna be a tad bit longer so I hope y'all got y'all drinks ready but no worries we're gonna take another quick little break and we'll finish this off but don't go anywhere this is your girl still Monroe. And this is still Top of the Dark. What's good, y'all? You looking for some custom-made jewelry? Anklets, bracelets, necklaces, earrings? Well, look no further. The Bunny Cage is the place to be. The owner's name is Jennifer Weathers, and she hooked me up, y'all, with a custom-made anklet with my name on it. Talk about fly, right? There's nothing better than having something custom that came straight from your creativity right on your body. Express yourself the way you see fit. So please go and holler at my girl at The Bunny Cage. That is spelled T-H-E-B-U-N-N-I-C-A-G-E. That is, again, at the bunny cage and she can be found on instagram tell her i sent you what's up y'all it's your girl still swing roll and we are back with stilts after dark okay so before we took a break i was pretty much breaking down um my mental health issues and where it led me um mine were triggered by trauma responses and I only learned those things because of my A1 awesome therapist Miss Joy she's fantastic you guys um she runs her own private practice um her name is Joycelyn but she prefers Miss Joy um she's an older lady she's like Uh, I want to say in her 50s or so and she's really nice Um, she's helped me along the way of my healing journey Um, put a lot of things into perspective for me and she pretty much just kind of helped me navigate this healing process in the best process or the best way that was suitable for my needs now um don't get me wrong while therapy is wonderful and it works for me that does not mean that that is what it will take for you to heal and there are other resources out there that you could utilize that would help benefit you in your mental health journey maybe you are not a type of person who likes therapy and that's completely understandable and that is fine however there are other resources like I said there's yoga um, heated, heated yoga is a good one 
um, there are painting classes. There are people who like to handle their ways in extremist um, settings, such as bicycling classes or CrossFit, um, working out. I know that that is something that my father did, and that is um, he works out to help get himself together help keep his mind clear and that work for him but different strokes are for different folks so I thoroughly encourage you all to find what works for you and stick to it don't just give up on it because it didn't work the first time around that's not how this healing shit works this is an everyday process every single day y'all it's just like being an addict you know what I'm saying it's an everyday process also I would recommend that you surround yourself with a supportive and non-judgmental group of people because one thing that I've discovered because I have manic depression when I get upset or when I feel like my back is against the wall I have my rage fits and that is something that I am working on but if it was not for the help of my therapist and my friends and some of my relatives meaningfully my husband and siblings I would have lost my mind a long 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 time ago y'all This is an everyday crime for me. I'm proud of the steps and strides that I am taking. And um, I'm doing all that I can to make myself better. Because one day I'm going to be someone's mom. And I want to heal so that I don't bring my child into a broken circumstance. And end up leaving them like I was left the generational curse stops with me. I'm not playing those type of games with my child's feelings. I'm not leaving them behind. I'm not going to make them feel minuscule or less than because I don't agree. That is my job as their parent is to help encourage their free mind and to help navigate what it is that they feel so that the best determinations and decisions are made for their lives that is a job of a parent in my opinion now um, I'm nobody's mother yet I do have a stepson 17 year old grown well young man and um, mental health is a conversation that we have often and so I want you all I'm challenging you all to be everything that you would acquire from your parent to your child. You grew up not having someone listening to you. Be that listening ear and sounding board for your child, especially these teenage babies. We are terrible at telling them, you don't pay bills, you don't do this, you don't do that. What do you possibly have to stress about? Well, these babies, these high school and middle school kids, They are living in an era where disrespect is dormant, where 
social media is active and cyberbullying is real and they do go through these things with unstabilized emotions they're not fully grown beings yet so their feelings and emotions are not yet there and they are trying to navigate socialism activism economics all of these things on at school and then come home and have to deal with the family dynamic a workload and some of these babies have after school jobs sports you know what I'm saying they're doing a lot more than us grown folks minus paying bills so we really need to be mindful of that and not be so quick to shit on these babies saying that they don't need this they don't need that because that's a motherfucking lie I remember specifically being 16 being 17 wishing that I had someone that I could openly discuss my feelings with without feeling judged belittled or talked down on give your child a safe space to be who the fuck they are it is not your job to fucking mold them to your likeness it is your job to help them elevate themselves for who they were meant to be and it's not you hello come on y'all i know y'all hear me out there be honest open transparent with these babies because the suicide rate is the highest for the ages of 16 to 24 years old that is the highest age group for suicide don't be caught slipping thinking that your child is fine because you provide everything for them just because you financially support them does not mean that you emotionally support them there is a very fucking big difference and i really need you all to utilize these conversation times these tools to get in your kids head to build that trust so that they can come to you and not the streets with what the fuck is going on in their minds and in their bodies all right please do that for me y'all um i really wish i had that it would have helped me tremendously growing up and um yeah be an advocate and an ally that's all that is acquired of you that is all that is required of you just to be an ally to your child they deserve that much from you all right y'all well um we are going to take the time to listen to some listener letters I have a few, more more like a couple, rather, in regards to this particular episode. So the first letter says, hi, Stokes. I am a 20-something-year-old man, and I am having an issue with getting through to my father. I just recently found out who he was. I tracked him down, and I wanted to have a conversation with him 
about his health, well-being, etc. My son was just recently diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I too, before him, was diagnosed as well. I would like to know if it was something that stemmed from my dad or if it was something that just happened over time. I, however, am having a very difficult time getting him to open up to me about these particular things and it's making the process harder than it has to be. I can imagine. My question is, how do you think I should navigate this next this oh I'm sorry this next realm of the relationship I've established with my new dad okay first and foremost I want to congratulate you for finding him and for taking the necessary steps to find him that is a major deal and that is nothing small secondly that is a conversation that has to happen when all parties are ready willing and accepting Now, your father not telling you is kind of selfish. I'm not going to lie. But I don't know him nor his reasoning. So I would kind of dig a little bit around him. Ask his significant other, his wife, girlfriend. Ask your your new maternal grandmother or grandparents if they are still alive. Ask, Ask his siblings if he has displayed any certain types of behaviors and see where you go from there because just because you won't get the answers from the source does not mean that they aren't lingering elsewhere and then once you have a somewhat of an understanding I would then go back to him and ask him is this what it is because I heard from a source that this is this And I wanted to just make sure it was accurate before I just ran with that. If he does not respect that, I really do not know what the next step should be. But I do commend you for finding out the next steps for yourself and for your child because mental health issues are definitely genetic and they could be detrimental to your health if you are not careful and doing what is necessary to make things right thank you so much for your letter listener i really appreciate it and i hope that you get all the answers that you acquire write me back and let me know how that turned out okay all right the next one. Ooh, this is a good one hello I am a woman who has had quite a few run-ins with my relationships. Okay, like a sauces. Um, for example, my child's father just recently got remarried and I spiraled out of control on my way to work. I'm so sorry to hear that. I thought that the relationship would last longer. However, it depleted itself whenever my son's father found his new girlfriend prior to him finding said new girlfriend we were spending time together regularly and having sex regularly okay um i'm sorry i 
lost track. Okay. Um, my child has seen his father coming in and out of the house, so he's been asking questions if he and I are getting back together, etc., etc. And I really do not know how to answer that question, especially now that his father is getting his father has gotten remarried. What do you recommend that I do moving forward? Well, sis, first and foremost, I wouldn't have fucked him if he did not show any kind of commitment to you and I understand that we all you, you know you all may have had a child and so you felt like it was green light gang but it's not like that if he does not have any respect for you or for your body then how can you expect him to have respect for or boundaries for the remainder of the relationship and um it sounds like from the looks of it while you were fucking him making it sound making it seem like he was the only one he was actively dating which is what you should have been doing in my opinion instead of just sticking to him thinking that it was going to grow into something that it ended up not growing into i would give myself some space a little recharge And then I would take better steps and precautions moving forward with who I spend my time with and who I allow around my child, even if it is their parent. Because just because they're the parent does not mean they always have the best interest at heart for the child. He was worried about getting his nut off. He didn't care if the baby's seen him leaving or coming, which is a mess in itself. So just really consider all of the scenarios in this particular circumstance and move accordingly pray seek counsel you know what I'm saying like you don't have to go through these things or navigate these things on your own but ultimately the final decision is on you I want you to make the right answers okay best of luck to you and yours and I hope it all goes well Okay, you guys, this is going to wrap up this episode of Stokes After Dark. However, do not fret, do not worry, because I am going to bless you guys with another episode coming very, very soon, and we are going to discuss gun violence and how it affects the ones around you, how it affects the ones that love you. And what we could do to do better as a people. I look forward to talking about that. I've lost so many people to gun violence. And that is going to be a very emotional episode. So make sure you guys have your tissues. Um, If you have any listener letters that you would like to send in. Please be sure to do so at my Instagram. At the Stilts Monroe. That is again the t-h-e-e-s-t-i-l-t-z-m-o-n-r-o-e all right and we will get back into it next week it's your girl stilts monroe and again thank you so much for listening to stilts after dark it's been real until next time Mm -hmm.